babe, what's happening? Very little. How do you feel? Shredded. Is your mother in the room? She's in Decatur. Unfortunately, she's not staying. Where are you? I'm taking the day off. Now get dressed and come on over. You can't, stupid. I'm sick. That's all in your head. Come on over. I feel like complete shit, Ferris. I can't go anywhere. I'm sorry to hear that. Now come on over here and pick me up. Okay, terrific. All right, it's the Malcolm Go podcast. Back after a COVID lockdown week, it's October 14th, 2020. A lot of speculation that the Malcolm Go podcast disappeared once again no, after a loss. Not. A lot of speculation, but that was clearly not what happened. We were <laughs> we were actively proactively trying to get the podcast to you guys last week. Just we, I was going to go solo. Tyler had to be on COVID lockdown. So I was going to come in solo, and I just didn't have an Emmy on Wednesday. And uh, I needed an excuse to miss work, so I called out with a coat. I just I couldn't show <laughs> up to work every day. COVID's like a three-day disease these days, anyway. Yeah. Cam's back today, baby. Cam's back in the lineup. Who, I mean, everyone, whoever was who was who has got COVID last week. Yeah, I wouldn't put it against uh, a past Belichick to be getting his star players COVID early. Him and Gilmore got it early. A lot of weird speculation around that. I don't know. Do you, do you know what happened? You're deep in the Twitter sphere. You know what's going on in the Twitter sphere. I'm, I get deep. I'm queuing on. Yeah. Um, so, so when we last left you, we left with a, uh, you know, somewhat, you know, decent hopes. No, no chance. We didn't think we had much of a chance to go into Kansas City and win. And then Saturday, I wake up. I'm taking a deuce, uh, and my phone blows up, and it's my cousin from South Carolina. Who uh he makes a little phone call, it usually sounds like this. And uh, I pick up. Well, actually I don't pick up and I said, that's gotta be bad, because usually he doesn't call me or text me so many times unless it's something Patriots related. And um I look and look at my phone and boom, Cameron Newton tests positive for COVID nineteen. So I think, fuck me. I was like, first of all, I didn't think they had a chance anyway to go into Kansas City and win. So I was like, all right, well, there goes any hope. Um, and then you start thinking about, oh, fuck. Like, they practice today. Like, who else is going to get it? And then all of a sudden, no positives. No positives. And uh, the fucking NFL kind of fucked them. Got, forced them to play on Monday night rather than su- Sunday. Why did they have to, like, they're driving to the airport early? Is that how they're going to do every away game? I don't know. It's all fucked up now. They had to go in two planes. They had a, they had a sick plane. Like the infirmary plane, and then which they had a is insane. They sent a play with a plane with everyone who <laughs> yeah. probably had COVID. Do you think, like, how thrilled was the stewardess on fucking sick plane? Ah, uh, that doesn't make any sense. I feel like that. It feels. I got it from a Negro. Illegal. What to go to to this send pl- a COVID yeah, plane? There's to. definitely no uh, no reason to to fucking send them on a sick plane. Like, just to some rant, you know, what I mean? Like, the fucking stewardess has to hand out Diet Coke 
to Stefan Gilmore who tests positive the next day. Yeah, it, I don't know. Something weird about it. The but... conspiracy theories were flying off the hinges too because they had all the photos um, the next day. I think he tested Gilmore tested positive on what, like Monday? Oh, no, it couldn't have been Monday. So it was like the Tuesday, day after. Yeah. It was Tuesday, the day after the game. And I was like, fuck, this is over with. Oh, no, maybe it was the, uh, it was that backup, like practice squad D lineman. And then Wednesday, I think, it was Gilmore. And it's like, oh, shit's going off the rails quick here. Because they had the, that whole Titans thing where it was like 10 players one day, seven players the next day. And it was just like just one after the other. And I was like, here we go. And uh, then they show the picture of Gilmore hugging Mahomes. And I was like, ah, oh, here we go. And they thought all the fucking conspiracy theories were uh, out. Out amongst us, the fucking the Patriots brought COVID to uh, Kansas City. Even though this very same day that um, that Cam tests positive, Mahomes' backup tested positive. So it was like, who could have been closer to him, Gilmore or his own backup? Yeah, I didn't. So what? Why did they make them play on Monday? Because I, I don't think they had enough time to get like confirm everyone else was negative. And why didn't they play this week? Because of Gilmore came on a Tuesday, and then they got Byron Cowart on like Wednesday, whatever I think, and um, so they didn't have enough time to like fucking turn it around. I think they were just nervous, or maybe Cowart was like a Saturday, a Friday or something. I forget. Is I, there no other team that has positive tests? Yeah, there has been. The, the Falcons like number one draft pick this year got it, but he was the only one on the team, and then like. One I know on the, the Titans. One guy on the Raiders, a couple guys on the Chiefs before the Patriots played them, and like four Patriots, and then a million Titans. I didn't know about any of that. Yeah, a million Titans. Nobody else. But did. the Patriots and Titans were only games that got moved? Uh, well, the Titans missed two games in a row, right? They missed, uh, they canceled one game, and then they canceled another game. No, they just played Tuesday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they postponed it. First of all, Tuesday Night Football, fantastic. It's way better than Thursday Night Football. It's like the Mac. It's perfect. I love it. It's just, I mean, I I think that the NFL is just getting a little overzealous. I liked it better when it was just like Sunday, Sunday night, Monday night. If it was Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I would be all about that. That'd be way better. That'd be definitely better. Thursday's stupid. It's forced. It is forced. That's like a good, like... Go to dinner night. Yeah, like yeah. A, just relax night. It's a goomba like, night. Like, and it fucks every yeah, <laughs> Saturday's for the uh, for the wives, Thursday's for the Guma. Yeah. I don't care how many day go guinea what greaseball goombas come out of the woodwork. How's the Italian food in this restaurant? Anyway, it's like uh yeah. So I don't know. It's, what'd you think of uh what'd you think of them the game though? The Tuesday Kansas night City game? game? Oh, Kansas City game. I you know what? I went into it. And I was like, fuck it. Go out there and just lay it on the line. And Bill Belichick's always, like, classic for, like, oh, the world's against us. Because they did get fucked. I mean, everyone gets fucked in this whole scenario. Like, the Bills got fucked. The Steelers got fucked. Because, like, the Steelers just get a, a fucking week three bye because the yeah. Titans are, like, fucking not playing by the rules. The Bills fucking miss a bye and have to get a game pushed to Tuesday. And then now, like, the Patriots are sick and they're fucked the Broncos, you know what I mean? So like everyone gets fucked in this whole scenario. So the Patriots get fucked. They have to, they have to uh, practice Monday, and then they were supposedly having to play Sunday. They have to fly day of game. Well, having no, you know, no having no reps. Like Hoyer didn't get the throw until the day of the game, right? No they practice. didn't have a walkthrough. They didn't have uh, no. 
They didn't have anything. They stopped. No, they just Saturday. on the plane and then played. So you went like, from being cold to yeah. just this is it. Go ahead. <laughs> you're, well, st- you're starting against the Super Bowl champions on the road, and and you're going in there and you're like, fuck. We have to. First of all, they have to fly. It's not that far of a flight. It's probably a three hour flight. I would yeah. assume. It's like a three hour flight. You get off the plane. They go to a hotel that you're not even sleeping in. So you're staying there for like, I don't know, two hours, have lunch. Then you go to the stadium and you're exhausted from being up at five in Providence, flying, eating shitty food, being on the sick plane. And you know when you're on the sick plane too. Like you're, you're on the sick plane. Like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, I, look at everybody next to me. Like, this yeah. is the fucking just. This is bullshit. I have to sit next to this fucking guy. He's no sick, one trusts. Yeah, everyone thinks Nobody they're not sick, but they think everyone else is for sure sick. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly. how everyone it feels great. And then yeah. you're looking at the other guy, and you're like, he's kind of a slob. I uh, bet you fu- he's fucking yeah. the main perpetrator. No, and this, you know, his wife, his that fucking wife, has <laughs> got it. I know she that got fat it. Pig, she was on the streets. She's for the streets. Let's do that. And see that thing cut open, and see that little Kettner boy spill out all over the dock. Kittner boys, and then they have uh, you know you go there and you fucking you're like whatever. Okay, so you expect you got Hoyer. And I'm like all right, whatever. I was I was never impressed. Like the Chiefs' defense isn't great. They've been playing out of their minds on offense. Uh, but I know Belichick is going to go out there and give them its best. I still thought they were going to lose by like ten points going in uh, with Cam. And then the game gets going, and I'm like Jesus Christ. And you they've never given up a first uh, half touchdown to Mahomes. Since they've ever played him, it's insane. Yeah, it's, I never. I think that's the um the only team that's ever done that. Like he's he uh, never threw an interception in September. He should have thrown fucking twenty in this game. Uh, M- McCourty dropped one. JC Jackson dropped, draft, yeah. dropped one. E- they were easy ones too. They weren't fucking yeah. like oh my. He like ran across the field. They were like in your stomach, just thrown to you. Just scrappy. Like they were just fighting the entire even, game. Like, pressure. Like you know how they like. It's so amazing that Belichick just changes. Like, you know, Mahomes is like, okay, they're going to come from this angle. They'll blitz from here because it's like, it's, it's all right. High tower up the A-gap or it was Van Noy coming in from the edge. It was none of that. They were dropping eight defensive backs just being like, fuck it. Like, we'll beat you up front. Your offensive line isn't that good. Their offensive line is in serious trouble. Yeah. They yeah, weren't I mean, good enough. No, they're really not that Dude, great. They were rushing them with I think they four three. Most, most of the game and then three on third down. And they were just sending fucking Winovich – Wise and like uh in fucking Butler, and I'm pretty sure they lost. They have two offensive linemen hurt. They lost one yeah. from last year, and then another one got hurt this week. So yeah. those are like the little things that just prove add up like, on a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, it's tough. Like it's, that's something you like. Mahomes is playing. Hill's playing. Why do they suck? It's like and that's where they're missing a lot of big players. That's where the Belichick effect and that you know his his uh, front office skills of building depth, like the yeah. middle class of a roster, is so great. Because, you know, you have, like, okay, the Chiefs have, like, really, really high-end players, like, but they're paying them a zillion dollars. Like, Mahomes is getting paid a zillion. Kelsey's getting paid a zillion. But what happens if Kelsey gets hurt? They've got a fucking, you know, a peg-leg pirate. They probably. go down. Yeah, they they're go, done. they got yeah. no tight end left. Not that the Patriots have a tight end. Same with example, defense, but, though. Like, defense, the Pats are what? They have, like, yeah, probably they, 24, 25 guys who play meaningful downs for yeah. that team. They have a, they have a defensive backfield. That would start. They would have two starting lineups probably, if you oh, think yeah. about it. Like, I think they play like eleven defensive backs. Yeah, like serious Good ones too. Yeah. Like I mean, they're all playing out of their mind. Like J.C. Jackson's the number one corner on any other team in the league. J.C. Jackson is the most underrated Patriot player in I'm, the he's last been like underrated decade. for the last four it's insane. years. 
if they literally if they don't sign him to a a deal soon, like with all this cap space that they're getting from Brady leaving, it's gonna like it has to go to J.C. Jackson and like and other of our free agents. Um, you know, Gilmore's gonna need to re up. That's the other thing is like I can't handle like the Gilmore trashing right now, where it's like you it's there's rumblings of it. Like what's it's Gilmore doing? Doesn't matter. But they're playing zone. They he's play a lot of zone. He's a man to man lockdown defender yeah. and he's in his zone. They have so no it's like, linebackers. What do you they have to play no man? linebackers. They have no linebackers. Nobody can cover anybody. Adrian on the Phillips backfield. is easily our best signing right now. He looks like a, he's he our does. only good player. And he was a special team like player in, on the Chargers. He leads the team in tackles. He, he did. He did. <laughs> I think he had 13 no, tackles in like the on the year. I know. It's insane. And he's a safety slash linebacker. He's that linebacker that like Belichick's been trying to create like uh, since. Like, remember, do you remember Tank Williams, whatever? Yeah. He was Tank Williams. I don't think he made the team, but he's been trying to create the safety linebacker hybrid. Duggar is like kind of, he is wants like that. Duggar to be there. Duggar's that. like the, yes. Duggar is the guy that he drafted to be his like Gronkowski, you know, like, you know how we always loved Bavaro? Yeah. Like, and he was like, nobody's better than Mark Bavaro. Mark Bavaro is the greatest tight end of all time. <laughs> and then like Gronkowski is clearly better than him, but he still won't give it to him. He still won't be like. Robert Kowski is the greatest football player I've ever seen, but he'll uh, he'll, he he always wanted to create this Mark Bavaro type, and then you know he kept drafting Daniel Graham, Ben Watson, never could get it, and then finally Gronk comes, nails it, and he's been trying to do it, and he's got Chung, Chung did it, but he's still a little undersized, and he tried with Tank Williams, fucking John Lynch, he signed, you know all these guys, he tried to make like a bigger Troy Polamalu is what he's his dream is, bigger, fast, you know someone that could step in for Dante Hightower, but also could. Be like Ed Reed, you know what I mean? He yeah. wants both of those. Well, it, know who it is? It's it's like yeah, it's kind of like a bigger version of Rodney. Yes, he faster. loves yeah, like a faster, bigger, more athletic version of Rodney. Like, yeah. which is weird because like it's everyone in the league does it with the linebacker, like Jamie Collins type, like super athletic, Again, fast. Jamie Collins is that type that of player that he was trying to, to make. But those guys can't go to safety. Like Jack down in Jacksonville, yeah, like he can't play safety, but he wants a guy who can play safety. To, yeah. To play, he wants a freak. Like, cause it was so weird about like Jamie Collins, cause Jamie Collins played like safety as a freshman and sophomore at Southern Miss, and then he played defensive end one year. Yeah. And I don't think he ever played linebacker. I think he played. No, he's just a freak. I think he went safety, safety, D end, D end at Southern Miss, and Belichick was yeah. like, "You play linebacker, I guess." It's now. like what you do with the most athletic guy in yeah. high school. Like yeah. you just easily put the, him anywhere. Yeah. You know, he plays shortstop. Obviously, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. he's, he never played baseball, but he's our shortstop. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, it's interesting, but Kyle Duggar, do you see him throw fucking Kelsey? Yeah. He, th- he took, just took Kelsey on like third and three, stopped him dead in his tracks and just threw him. Fuck this kid played division two football last year. He is. Yeah. I think he has a lot of basically talent. high school players. And now he's just throwing the best tight end in quotations, best tight end in the league on his ass at home, by the way. I mean, he's blitzing up the middle, blowing up linemen. There was a fucking video of he him makes like that a... embarrassed a, a, the guard in Seattle. Like, took a 300-and-something-pound guard and threw him 10 yards in the backfield and sacked uh, Wilson. He'll make the occasional, like, oh, yeah, that he's guy's a rookie. a rookie boy. Like, but not that yeah, much. he got lost a couple times with like in coverage. But, yeah. Which is expected. You're playing an all-pro tight end. Yeah, you're still covering Kelsey. It's not like yeah. you need to— sh- been We don't need you to be Gilmore. That would be insane. T- he's been in the league for 10 years, you know what I mean? He knows what? little things to do. Is that linebacker from Michigan coming back? Yeah. What I are they going to do at linebacker? They need—that's—see, everyone always be, keeps clamoring for 
oh, they need weapons, weapons, weapons. And I was like, they need a linebacker, number one. A D-tackle, apparently, all of a sudden. Yeah, There's now, one D-tackle on the roster now. They, they, they signed somebody today off of the Jacksonville practice squad. I'm sure he won't help. He's uh. like Carl Davis. He's from – Belichick must love him because he, was, he played for Iowa – who Belichick loves Iowa guys. And he was like, he was rated highly in this draft, but he's bounced around a million teams. You know, how, he hasn't done shit. How much would you kill? Sure and this, nothing. this is like a dumb, but like a Malcolm Brown right now. Just fill a whole type, yeah. like third or fourth on the depth chart guy. Like, yeah, just anybody. I mean, he's too much money, obviously, but like, is he though? I would I actually mean, enjoy him right now. This guy He's that, so, but I hated him when he was here. Yeah, I thought he was just, I mean, I at first I thought he was going to be like Vince Wilfork's replacement because they literally, after Wilfork left, that's who they drafted was Malcolm Brown to basically take yeah. his role. And that's when like Dominic Which is easily awful. kind of was in, in that mix at some point, and he just had to, they had to get rid of him. He was terrible. Who was that? Easily. Oh, yeah, Easily. I mean, Easily, easily was, was like, so frustrating. Easily was like when you didn't, when they didn't need anybody and they just won the Super Bowl, you know what I mean? They were just like, let's fucking go for the home run right here because they wanted an Aaron Donald, which he like, Easily played played like Aaron Donald, but he was just like his knees were made out of paper mache. Yeah, and he was. <laughs> they were just anytime he went on the field, they were like, "Wow, did you see that play by Dominic Easily?" And I also he's feel down. Like he was a penalty machine. And like he's he dead. lived off sides. Yeah. <laughs> he's just I don't know. He was never. Uh, he never lived up to it, and then he was like, "Fuck it." And he, but he never did anything with anybody else either. He just kept getting he tore his ACL like six times. <laughs> I'm not even like twice. At least once at Florida, and at least, and like twice in the NFL, I think at least. But and it kept being like both ACLs. Yeah, I think like, he did. Maybe it was both at Florida and both in the NFL. Yeah, which is insane because when you get one ACL fixed, they say the other one gets weaker because it's not as strong. Because the leg, the, the way they do your ACL is like they overlap it, so your other one gets you know the one they they fix is so tight. It's so tight. It's so, even better. Yeah, it's like better than original. It's tighter yeah. and fucking. You know, could never like. They say that about the fake hip too. Exactly. I've been looking into it. Yeah, you you look like you need it. You're a working man now. <laughs> you've been just, in the you've been out in the field about two weeks. Uh, that's it. New hip. Yep. Um, and then and then the other one will get like feel the extra strain because it's not as strong as the new one, and then that one will tear. But then you got two super superhuman fucking ACLs. I don't know, but it didn't seem to work out for him. He obviously got Doctor Mingala doing his knees. I'll tell you the knock on whatever Pats have stayed relatively healthy. Thank Besides God, the COVID injuries. We should talk about, I mean, let's talk about the game because I thought Edelman, this was clear, his worst game maybe as a Patriot. He yeah, had, something was off. He looked not slow, but just looked, he just looked like hurt. He looked, and he's been on the injury report for like three weeks and you know he's a warrior and he'll never miss a game if he doesn't have to. It was something's wrong. I think his knee hurts or something and he's just running like, he's not as quick and he's just, I don't know, he's like looking to run before he fucking catches the ball. Yeah. Make, which is resulting in a ton of drops. He did. He is getting smart at diving on the ground, though. He caught that pass over the middle. And old Edelman is lowering both shoulders into two, getting like a safety yeah. in a corner for no reason. It's like, just go down. And there's no way that he didn't have a concussion in that Seattle game. I mean, Jamal Adams literally gave him the fucking tombstone pile yeah. driver at one point in that game. And I was like, this guy, he's such a warrior, though. He'll never come out of the game. He'll die on the field. And um, so in this game, you know, they go in there. Uh, what? They didn't have Sony. They put Sony on IR. So What's we, up with him? I don't know. They put him on IR for a quad issue. So the, he has his biggest game, whatever, blows up, has a great game against uh, the Va- the Raiders. And then uh, then he gets his, you know, and he gets bad luck. He's got a 
quad issue, whatever. But whatever. I love this new rule where it's IR is three weeks. This has to stay. This is the greatest rule in history. Yeah, it is nice because you don't have to worry about carrying them on the roster all week. But this sucks because, like, before, like, a guy could have, like, a high ankle sprain that will be, like, a five-week injury or a four-week injury. And it's just questionable and, every week. And then, or and he never he plays, play. or you yeah. have to put him on IR and, like, fucks you. And he's done for the year. You know what I mean? And you never get to see him again. It is better for the players, too. It's better for everyone. I know. I the only thing I could see it, like, affecting is, like, practice squad guys. Like, you know what? They never get the shot to come up. You know, that's all. Uh, I could see, like, maybe, but they don't have a fucking union. Doesn't give them a better shot to come up? Because now, instead of having this guy stay on the roster, you could pull practice squad guys up. I guess you could pull them up, and then they could show their skills, something like that, and then, like, get picked yeah, up by somebody else. Exactly. Yeah, I guess that that helps. Yeah, it gives so them more. Better. It gives everyone more opportunity. Yeah, and it's not like fucking. It's an extra roster spot yeah. too, so more guys are in the league too. Yeah, right. Exa- yeah, well, right now, but I think they're gonna go back to once COVID's gone, they'll go back to like the ten man ro- uh, whatever it is, ten man practice, practice squad. squad. Yeah, like the sixteen man practice squad's great right now, and I love that they can like elevate guys and fucking put them back. It's like hockey. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, like just day a game, pull up a fucking wide receiver, or like. You know, like the game one this year, they were just like, nah, we don't need a kicker until the day of the game. I like it way better. It's awesome. And then like, okay, Sony Michelle's got a hurt quad. Put him on IR for three weeks. We'll, Damian Harris will come back, and he'll we'll see how he how he looks. And you can keep that guy Taylor. That yeah, guy would have had to exactly. get bumped down. You would have had to cut him, put yeah. him through waivers. And he looks good, so but it's now, like another like guy you get. Yeah. It's so much better. Like, you can just put him back on practice squad. You don't have to fucking put him through waivers because he's not going to get through waivers. Yeah, it's like, kind of like having like a farm... Like a farm team. Which exactly like a farm team. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, fun yeah. little wrinkle. This year. I love oh, it. That's the me. only thing I liked like, of the rules that they've done. Because the NFL is a fucking disaster right now. Like, I mean, this is like the start of it. Once it gets colder and colder, the virus is just going to get worse and worse. Oh, we're going to be potting from... Yeah. We're going to be Zooming these. We'll be Zoom pods. In a week. I'm not afraid of it anymore. I've, I've literally given up. They're like, just, COVID is literally just like a, all right, are you sick? No. All right, come to work then. Yeah, but that's no, it. <laughs> nobody cares. Mark Norman in the best tweet ever, he goes, he goes, uh, COVID's like uh, having the check engine light on. Like, at first I'm nervous, and then eventually I'm like, oh, fuck it, I have to get to work. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It, it, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense anymore. Like, I don't even know if these numbers are accurate. If people are dying, I don't know who's dying. Yeah, well, luckily, like, all the... Football players all seem fine. So, like... Well, yeah, they're superhumans. Yeah, so they're, they're good. So. The only thing that worries me is, like, coaches. But, like, Donald Trump had it, allegedly, and he was, like, fucking up and at him. And yeah, the NFL has so much money, they're going to make six sure hours. nobody is going to... Like, something serious is going to happen to a NFL coach. Yeah. I mean, uh, fucking Nick Saban came down with it today. The biggest coach in college. Didn't know that. Yeah. Just, college I mean, is weird because... It literally just happened, like, an hour before the pod. Oh geez! It just popped in my uh, on my timeline. Hot off the presses. Hot off the presses. But he coached practice. He's got no symptoms, which I see. It seems like nobody ever has symptoms anymore, or they lie about it. Because uh, when's the last time you've heard of someone that was sick from COVID? I don't know. Well, people are getting tested. Yeah, a shit ton now. But uh, I thought I had it like a week ago, and I was like, should I get tested? I was like, nah. I was like, I was just, I just had a headache, and like my throat was sore for an hour, and I was like, you know, you just go immediately to the worst case scenario. I was like, I gotta have, like, my wife's pregnant, so I gotta go check it. And then, like, an hour later, I felt 100%, and I was like, I'm not going, fuck that. It is any, yeah, I was like that. And if uh, I did have it, it's probably gone now. You know what I mean? 
anytime you get like any sort of like slight headache, like I was in the sun all day and I'm like, I had a little bit of like, was I in the sun or am I just, yeah, yeah where I'm going to pa- kill everyone I know. just wants to get it. And like fucking, nice just to get, get it, it and fucking be done with it. Take mm. a week off from work. You know what I mean? Oh, that's all the talk around the, all around the cooler. <laughs> exactly. Everyone's like, oh, anyone God, you know gets please. it two weeks paid. They all fucking love it. Lo- of course. <laughs> They're all jacked. That's the only clean thing they hope Clean your tools. For. Clean your tools. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and that fucking game drove me nuts because the defense and I'm, I've been going in my head for two weeks about how annoyed I am that he used that game. Belichick used that defensive game plan without Cam Newton there. You know what I mean? Because I was like, this game plan is unbelievable. Mahomes didn't know what to do. Couldn't Whoa. complete like fucking anything on third down. You know, he got his, he got a few of his like money shots late and all that. But if Cam Newton was in there, they would have won by 20 because they were driving the field. Yeah. Well, no Mahomes. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess the next week they did lose, but Mahomes does feel like he always has that notch of like, like I'll play as hard as I need to play. Yeah. Like he true. could always feel like you could, he could turn it on at any point, which I mean, granted last week he lost the, you know, next week he loses Patriots, to the Raiders and, and he should have lost that game. <clears throat> they look kind of similar games, except. Yeah. The Patriots just couldn't it score. It needs to be said, did the Patriots create the blueprint to beat the Chiefs? <laughs> and for years, it was always like, how did the blueprint to beat the Patriots? Yeah. The Patriots created the blueprint. We are Team X right now. Dude, I wanted to fucking... They should have won that game, even with Dumb Hoyer. Yeah. Well, if they just started Stidham. Yeah, but not even. Like, if, if, if fucking Hoyer was anything but a moron. I mean, that's he left, just an all-time... Like, there was... They left... Uh, you know, 14 points on the field, at least. Or, I mean, at least six. Definitely nine. It Didn't they does, miss a field goal, too? It does make you feel good to know, like, Belichick. Because you always watch. From, has Brady ever gotten pulled? Not like uh, that. He got pulled. Like, not like that. No, not for playing, like, terrible. But the team has been he down got pull- and he, he got didn't pulled play. in Kansas City on that. On the on to Cincinnati game. Yeah. And he but got like, pulled. It was like late in the fourth quarter, and they were just like, dude. I think he like, got pulled against Detroit, too. When they lost at Detroit like a couple of years ago. Yeah, but again, like it never it feels like. It was a team. It never, it was, yeah, it never feels like. Because the defense gives up 100 points. You know what I mean? If the defense. And he can't keep he's up. He's never. All right. How about. He's never been pulled in a winnable game. Like, Corey got no, pulled when no. the game was still close. Yes, exactly. It was. Because he, uh, he was actively fucking the game up. Yeah. He was yeah. like, he had to go. Brady was never the. He was never the guy that was fucking the game up so bad that he needed to come out. Yeah. He might have made a bad play, but it yeah, wasn't. Like, full pick. But no. He's but, never I been mean, that was. That was. Back to back plays were. Dude, I mean, that's. Yes. He, he could. We had a chance at 14 points just back to back. End of the third quarter, start of the... I mean, end of the second quarter, start of the third. Could have scored 14 points, at least six. They could have had the lead in the ball. Yes, exactly. They could have had the lead. It would have been... Well, if they kicked the field, it would have been six to six at halftime. And then they would have had or the ball at half. Ball. I mean, it was just an all-time, like... It just... I mean, the whole point is why you have Brian Hoyer is that he is supposed to be cerebral. He's supposed to have a head on his shoulders, know what to do, make the right decisions... Don't make costly mistakes. Okay, you're not a fucking legendary quarterback. You're not going to throw for 400 yards yeah, but- and, not, and, and four touchdowns. But give me 200 yards, no interceptions, and maybe a touchdown. I would have almost trusted Stidham he- to do that more. Like, Stidham came in and threw a touchdown. He threw a perfect touchdown pass. Of course, he threw terrible passes, too. He threw some bad passes. Yeah. 
But I mean, he was going for it. Like and they he was were, also they the were third, losing, and he was the third quarterback. Fucking yeah, for all year, he probably and, has no practice time. And if like you know, if he starts the game, maybe gets in a flow. Like give him a chance. I, he's Boyer. Just I don't know. The, the mistakes. Some people were, were like, egregious. "Oh yeah, Stidham is clearly not the ever going to be yeah. the Patriots quarterback." It's like, so we were you going after that was eighteen minutes of football yeah. that you watched, and he <laughs> he made a couple of good throws, a couple of bad throws. Like, how can you tell if he's good or not? I know. Like, he, he has we like don't know like, who our best player is. <laughs> no, he's got like I'll tell you who it is. It's Cam, and he needs to play yeah. all the time. <laughs> Could be any one of us right now. Yeah. Your best player is a pirate. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Hoyer, uh, inexcusable. The first one, right? Okay, and which is funny because like Brady did like almost the exact same thing a week later. But in 20 years, I only saw him do this once where he fucked up so bad, like just got, took an inexcusable sack. I mean, that sack was like inexcusable. That was all time. Like they took three timeouts like in succession. So how do you not know you have no timeouts left? All you have to do is fire that ball into the second row of the stands. I know. You know what's funny six. is Brady... Brady, I feel like when he was asking if it was fourth down, yeah. he wasn't asking if it was fourth down. He was kind of like in his head, like, fuck, we lost. Like, maybe there's one more down. Like, is it? They'll probably give that me was one definitely, more. Sh- that was four, right? Like, I know it was four, but like, that was four. Like, but you'll give me a fifth if I but, need it. Yeah, that's what I kind of felt because, like. Where but, Hoyer was like, oh, well, obviously we'll call. He like was like, oh, he co- he goes let up, me pretend I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, he goes up uh, full Chris Weber and is calling yeah. timeout, and they're like, dude, I, there's no timeout. Yeah, that was like, come on, dude. Come, <laughs> so, like, all right, you take one sec. Unforgivable. Very next set of downs, you drive down the field. Okay, maybe he learned his lesson. Go all the way down the field. Uh, don't. All you have to do is get back there. Oh, he's got seventy-five seconds in the pocket. All right, nobody's open. Throw it away. What? You're gonna hold it for another seventy-five seconds? Eventually, gets sacked, fumbles, and I'm like, what on the fucking planet is this? And then, of course, the Chiefs score. Uh, but it's such cliche football too, like. What you're holding the ball in the pocket at that point, and yeah. you don't think to put a second hand on it, anything like hold it tight, like to think like, Just, all right, like these are the things a lot of like that the, a good backup quarterback should know. You know what I mean? Like yeah, even like if they had Jacoby Brissett or any like Brissett is so much better than these yeah, guys. Really, like, so much. He better. really was like he was the guy that they should have kept. kept somehow. Yeah. but you know they need it was they needed the the help at receiver bad, yeah. so it was kind of a good trade, and then. I don't know. He just goes, and they're like, all right, that's enough of you. Like they bring Stidham in. He drives the field, scores a touchdown. A good pass. Great catch by Harry. Harry does fucking man things in this game. Given he doesn't catch a Harry, game. Harry, I mean, that— He's making tough catches. That fade ball was like—when was the last time we had a receiver catch a that, fade? that fade like that? When's the last time I've ever seen a receiver fade caught by someone that Gronk. wasn't Gronkowski? Yeah, Gronk was the only I guy who could ever do anybody it. else that ever did it. I can't think of a single Moss. Maybe Moss. Yeah, maybe. Moss definitely did it. Edelman's not running that route. Like who? Oh, Brand- I don't know anybody else on New England that's ever done it. It was always Gronkowski or Moss, and Moss wasn't even a fade. It would always be like run and stop. It was jump high. Yeah, it was jump who high. can jump highest? Yeah, because yeah. he's six four. Just throw yeah. it as high as you can. I mean, but that catch was nice. Harry, I think, is starting to look he's like he's making it. some plays. He needs to make more plays. Like he's never going to be. I don't think he's ever going to be. Uh, DK Metcalf, which no. kills me because, like, even I looked at him and I looked and I fell victim to the three cone, that three cone <laughs> value because his was like literally slower than most Patriots linemen. So, I'm like, oh, yeah, Metcalf was ridiculous. It was like seven, eight or something. 
Where Bre- like Bre- like Bel- Belichick doesn't draft a lineman that doesn't run that in sub seven two. I'll be honest. I had one like back in the fastest three cone guy around, slowest actual translate. <laughs> that that drill does fuck. It means nothing. I don't it's know. It means, absolute... it means something for Patriots receivers because just shiftiness. Like Edelman's like a six eight. You know what I mean? Like all these guys that like run it in like six seven. Belichick just drafts. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean it does. It is a maybe for that, but it's really kind of. But does like, it really translate for a receiver or like a? It translates for a Patriots safety? receivers because they go side to side. Which is the main yeah. reason they didn't draft Metcalf because he was a straight guy. You know what I mean? And the Patriots have never had a, any success with anybody but Randy Moss that ran straight only. You know what I mean? Like Moss, I'm, yeah. Like and he, they just need to always have somebody that's in the slot. And they, he, I think, he, I don't know, he would have been. It's it's useless even thinking about it now. Like, but I just think that Metcalf would look exactly like Harry right now. I agree. He would because yeah. Harry, it's a little. And he's getting there. They don't really let you loose like that. Like, yeah. And I don't think Harry would be as good in Seattle, but I think that Metcalf would be exactly like Harry in New England. I agree. Yeah. We, we do have an odd way of hindering certain receivers, but yeah. then we get a shit ton out of other other guys. guys so it's like a weird... Yes, like Gunnar Olszewski, who I, I said it again. I don't know if I said it last week or it was the week before, but they fucking took him off IR, and I'm sick of Belichick. Like, just give me one... Fucking NFL receiver. I'll Stop th- making people out of spare parts. I like Bird. He's fine. I yeah. like him. But, like, why do we need to recreate the position? Like, why do we have to reimagine the wide receiver? Can't we just draft one? The fucking Steelers draft six every year that are better than anybody we've ever drafted. Yeah. The Steelers also play, like, a different type of, like... I mean, their routes are... Uh, they couldn't be more basic. Yeah, but they're always open. Yeah, and they're always true. good. And like, and just think back. I can name I mean, fucking fifteen Steelers wide receivers that were just studs. I and like, you can't tell me. Obviously, Antonio Brown would have been good here. Emmanuel Sanders would have been good here. But he, think so about many. this: Can you remember a, a deep ball Juju. in Harry's career that he that has just been like thrown to him? Like, I oh, go see if you deep, can catch this. No, there's never been. We one. don't do that. No, they, I've never seen go try to catch this. Like, they throw it to Bird. If they throw deep, it's to Bird. But never like. Go over the top of the safeties. I don't even think he could get there. But have you ever remember them trying that? I don't. Not with Harry. Not in a long time. They used to do it with Cooks a bit. A little, yeah. Try to get over the top, but like yeah. they'd always miss, and you'd hope for a flag, like that. It type was of funny. Stuff. Like it was always like they need a wide receiver to stretch the defense, and, that and then they'd fucking... get Cooks, and they'd be like, "They finally, who's gonna cover Cooks and Edelman and Amendola and fucking Gronk?" And then so they then they brought in Cooks, and he didn't do any of that. Like he did, he'd run deep routes like once a game. Other than that, he ran the exact same routes that every wide receiver in New England runs. Every other team, though, I feel like you watch. They're at, at one point in the game, the the offensive coordinator is like, "Yeah, just fucking try something. <laughs> like go you deep. Just, you, you could probably do like a hook, hook, yeah. and, hook and lateral. I don't know. Figure out what what they want to do, and yeah. you guys just run that shit and, in the dirt. And we'll see if that works. I don't know. And then the defense has had like. An unbelievable, like a blue collar, excellent, like ridiculous effort, just squandered. You know what I mean? It's how I felt, except opposite. When Belichick, uh, when Brady played against the uh, Eagles in the Super Bowl, how good he was in the Super Bowl, just to watch the defense blow it. Like that must have been exactly how the defense felt in that locker room after the game. Like, okay, the offense fucking blew it, but really, it was just the quarterback because the running backs were good. 
Edelman in the defense, like, I mean, they did play great. Winovich has just been Winovich great. deserves a letter. Somebody get that boy a varsity letterman. He is the best player. I love him. Dietrich Wise looks he's, like an animal. He's got to be on steroids. He's huge. Do you think he's on steroids? I don't know, but he's he was already, like, muscly big, but now he's like a... He looks like a freak. I mean, he's he gained 40 pounds. I don't know, but he's, like, exactly... Like, um, what do you call it? He's like exactly like a. No, it reminds me of the the guy from Houston, uh, Marcellus. He's starting to get like he could be as good as like a him. I don't remember that guy. Marcellus, I don't know, he had like 16 sacks or 18 sacks two years ago. Um, I'm thinking about like uh, Dietrich Wise looks to me like like uh, Lattimore from like um. From what do you call it? From uh, the program, like he's never good, and then finally he's just like he's, oh, he's like starting starting defense, place at the table. Like he, you know, it's not too hard to gain twenty pounds of muscle if you hit the gym real hard. Like he's literally, I don't know. It seems like he's taller too. Like he's gained weight and he grew. Yeah. He's, throwing offensive linemen off him. He's in the backfield every play. Like all of a sudden, how does he get? Like that better, that much better in one off season because he was not good. He was just like run of the mill guy. Do you remember? He could be a sleeper for a, a Pro Bowl if he has like, if he just turns it on. If he, if he just any, keeps, but he doesn't get any sack numbers. No, he's not really. He, he's never like no first, Patriot ever does, which is the best, by the way. But the best thing about Chase Winovich, and I've been talking about it. I don't even know if I talked about it on this podcast, but the best thing about Chase Winovich is that he's so good. That he sets the edge great. He puts pressure on everybody. He never stops. He runs like crazy. He's never going to get in any off-field trouble. He never stops running. He, st- he, he like, stops running backs in the backfield. And Why never exactly get... is he never going to get in any off-field trouble? I, well, <laughs> I mean, let's face it. You saying he's just a dweeb? <laughs> um, I don't but... know. But the thing is, is that he's just never going to have, like, 12 sacks. So it's no. So he's never gonna get like Chandler Jones money. That's Ever? the thing, though. They we tr- do like strip sacks. Like they're yeah. into those. Not as much as they, like if you're just strictly sack numbers that you're just missing sack. But a strip sack is a whole different type of ball game that they're on board for. Yeah, they love that. And sacks are fine. But like you the can't right ever. Way. You yeah. have to get the right number of sacks so that like if you're like you need to be the best Patriot. It's like an eight to Trey, eight to eleven max. I mean, it was Trey Flowers. Trey it was, Flowers, perfect. He Rable, was just perfect. perfect. Like to but, be able to like rush the passer and control the edge at the same yeah. time. You just have to manhandle your. They're Patriots robots, and oh. Chase Winovich is a Patriots ra- robot, and, and he's not going to get like you know like one hundred and twenty-five million dollars guaranteed. It's just not going to happen. No. So he could just be a Patriot for life and be awesome doing yeah. it. You know, like Trey Flowers was like a free agent in a weak free agency class with like his old defensive coordinator, now a head coach who needed a guy needed he could rely on. That. That needed was a guy a... to rely on, needed a guy to be a, like a captain. Yeah. So he's overpaid him. And it was the most difficult position in that defense. Yeah, exactly. And he's so, great at it. Yeah. I don't even know if he's doing good in Detroit. I haven't heard a single thing. I don't know anything about Detroit. I know they're underwhelming and all they want to do is fire Patricia constantly, but uh, Winovich couldn't be more of perfect Patriots. He, and I'm glad you brought up strip sacks, the fucking robbery theft. We haven't even gotten into it. That was the Patrick Mahone strip. 
Oh, that was that was abysmal. A bit, the worst officiate. That's two years in a row. The Patriots were ro- robbed on a fucking on a at like a, an egregious. Literally can't be called any other way. No person in earth, including anybody that's a Chiefs fan or a Chiefs player, could be like, oh yeah, obviously like we deserve that. Nobody, not one. It last year was Nikhil Harry was clearly in bounds. That was that. That's the most egregious, one of the most egregious calls of all time because yeah. it's like, and then they decided with the strip sack. It's like, all right, yeah, we get it. You were you called him down yeah. like twelve minutes too early. You also like when you do that, he also got that call out of bounds. Yeah, when he was like, he got, listen, I have my. You're better off like if you're running out of bounds. Just like those calls, don't even try to help anyone. They had two ho- exactly. If these run out of, but then you can't because they're like, oh, that, they should throw a penalty like if he's a quarterback's running out of bounds and decides to like run up the sideline. Yeah, you know I mean? you, that, should, that be a, should be that should be a penalty on the quarterback. Yeah, because fuck you. Like if we can't touch you at the sideline, you're gonna fucking do a fucking Ricky Henderson slide into the bench. Like fuck your face. We're gonna call a penalty on you. Who else? Someone else took a, a dive in that game. Who was Gilmore fighting with on the sidelines? Did that guy like someone else flopped real bad? They didn't Who's call fighting him. somebody. Gilmore was in in like a scuffle on the sidelines. Wasn't that were... against the big? That was against Raiders, wasn't it? I thought it was against Sammy Watkins. It might have been. I don't know. I knew he was fighting somebody, but I thought it was against the Raiders. But that was egregious because Damian Harris literally had the same thing happen to him. Didn't take a dive. Fell for real because it's like, you know, slide on the tarps on the side. Fell for real. And they picked up the flag. That was. And, and then, then, yeah. Then they had the Mahomes exact yeah. play. And he fucking, like I said, took a dive. Like literally like a fucking LeBron James, Marcus Smart dive. And they were like, that ah, 15-yard penalty. Gave him a first down and they scored and just basically put the game away. But that Talk didn't to- make me as mad as the fucking strip sack. They fucking Mahomes was running with the ball, basically stepped up in the pocket, was wrapped around the waist, but was still moving forward. Starts to throw, and they claim you heard whistles, but there I was didn't never hear a whistle. A whistle. Belichick surprised. Was losing his mind. I mean, I would, don't want to rat out my boy, but I'm, that felt like a one point two million dollar fine for not having a mask on. <laughs> I wish he. Spit on that ref's face. He, Did you was, see that? The but like it was the visual was so funny because the, the all game they're like, yeah, he's got, got the double mask. Runs. He's fucking, and then all of a sudden it was like he was going fucking ballistic about that. Dude, call. It wasn't even so like it, so they called it in the grasp. Like they didn't call in the grasp against Eli Manning in the Super Bowl, and he was in triple the grasp of fucking uh, of what Mahomes was. He had a free arm. And he was going forward. And he was throwing the ball. And he's like kind yeah. of falling forward. So like it if, wasn't in the yeah, in the grasp is what you're being held completely and can't move. Yeah, that's dead to like get another shot on you. Okay. But they didn't blow the whistle. Fucking Winovich hits and the ball comes out, it's caught in midair. So it's an interception. It's a turnover regardless. There's no other change. Shalik Calhoun is fucking basically home celebrating a win at like on the airplane. You know, he might as well have been home in bed sleeping. <laughs> and then you hear the whistle and you're like, all right. And I'm like, oh, they're calling him down. Why are they calling Calhoun down? And then all of a sudden I see the punt team come out. I'm like, what? Punt team? And then they said that he was in. They didn't. And I was like, is it, they call it an incomplete pass? And then they're saying, no, it's a sack. And I'm like, what? How's it a sack? He was moving and threw it. Like, if that ball got to Tyreek Hill, would they have blown it dead? Yeah, that made no Dude, it was an, it, sense. It's the most obvious turnover. And it was a play that you couldn't challenge. It was like... Yeah, they were like, no, he was moving forward. You can't challenge nothing. that play. So yeah. Belichick's like, fuck, whatever. So then now they have to punt it 
They punted it and we got nothing. That was fucking. We would have been up. That would have been a touchdown. He probably wouldn't score a touchdown. Calhoun wasn't getting tackled by that fucking running back. He already broke the tackle and then they blew the whistle. I'm like, why they blew the whistle? And that is that the play the you need call. to win that type of game. Exactly, like, you need you these need... plays to win those games, and they took it away from yeah. us. I mean, granted, like, you, I mean, you make the mistakes, you, you don't deserve to win that game. Like, yeah, Hoyer probably would have got sacked anyway and fumbled the next play. But... How about breakout, uh, breakout Patriot player of the week? My breakout player or your breakout player? I think it's everyone's breakout player. Damien Harris. Damien Harris. Hundred yards. I mean, he looks like he you run that option with with Cam. Yeah, it's gonna be something. He's I mean, quicker he, than he's Sony. He's fast. But he's got more burst than Sony. Sony had that big run, too, in the last game. The biggest new... offense is bullies. Well, the, the offensive, the line, offensive is line is a fucking... It's Beast. great. And they've been moving pieces, but mix that with Cam running the ball. Like You're not going to be able to stop this run game. I love it. I just I love... You could run the ball 48 times a game. I'd be happy. I know. It's going to be like the 70s fucking eight Patriots that ran for like 3,000 yards in a season. And with having Cam draw attention he draws yeah. usually second level guys so that can give you that chance to break out a 70 yard run 60 yard runs exactly. a lot more we're gonna see a lot of big runs this year and uh, there's a lot of chatter about levy on bell yeah uh, could you imagine it just doesn't really it doesn't fit but like think about levy on bell is the reason he left pittsburgh was because he wanted to be paid as a top wide receiver and as a number two I'm sorry, he's a number one running back and like a number two receiver, which he was in Pittsburgh because he'd catch like 100 90 balls. balls, 100 yeah. balls, and rush for 1,000 yards. Could you imagine just bringing Le'Veon Bell in to play like slot receiver and then move him into the backfield? Maybe he rushes the ball 12 times a game, catches yeah. like five, six passes. I mean, it's interesting. It's kind just of, the, this he year. would be Rex, Rex Burkhead. Not even. He'd be better than Rex Burkhead. No, but that's what they're trying. That that's what Burkhead does. Yeah. He catches five, six balls or four balls. Yeah. And he runs the ball like twelve times. And right. if, he's put, if he's hot, they let him roll. They roll with him. But like against Vegas, where yeah, he just goes off. But then you have James White, who's uh, Le'Veon's not going to beat out James White on third James down. James White doesn't run the ball much. No, but he would be a ball, third down Bell back. Would immediately be the best running back on the team. I don't. I some uh, something about me says he he stinks now. He hasn't played in like I guess he hasn't played in like fucking twenty years. He didn't play two years ago, and then last year he got hurt and barely played. Right? He, and he yeah, hasn't he was played this year. He, he was he just kind of stunk, and then he hasn't played at all this year. He's played maybe one game and got hurt. Yeah, something's wrong. I just think I don't know. Maybe he's just a rapper now. I don't know. You get like, that many carries for that many years, you just disappear. That's true. I mean, especially Clinton as a Portis. running back. Portis, well, Portis. I mean, Portis had a couple good years in Washington. And then he was on Washington. And boom! One day he was just non-existent. Was, I mean, I think he was pretty good in Washington. He had two good years, maybe. And then he just—it was like he just hit running a wall. Backs, you, I mean, there's like very few exceptions for running backs that have more than like five good years anymore. It's impossible, especially if you get the ball like Zeke. There's no yeah. way Zeke is going to be able to make it like five it more years. Seem, like impressive anymore already. He. It's just kind of weird. It, like wears on your body. Well, you get fucking hit by linebackers all game, and you're like, you know, 205 pounds. Yeah, and your knees just eventually, your cartilage just starts going, shit just starts going wrong. Unless you're like That's someone like, like McCaffrey, a- who or, doesn't run between the tackles a lot. But I mean, like Adrian Peterson is... He's like an enigma. It doesn't even make sense like, that he still, still is good. pretty good, and yeah. like, he does nothing but run at you. And he's just physical still He's like you shifty. shouldn't be that physical but that he, old I, he was never really a shifty guy he would like no. make people miss but he just know yeah exactly he just knows how to kind of do little things just just throw people out of the way like if he didn't kill like not kill but if he didn't beat his son with that stick 
I think that he would be like considered just the most legendary guy ever. Like, he just continues. Like yeah. him and like Frank Gore, the same thing. The guys are just. I never ever, and Frank was been in the league since I was fucking in diapers. Has been like uh, he's. I've never been like oh wow Frank Gore's on that team. I'm scared. But like he just has. He has like the third most rushing yards ever. Yeah, he's like he's like Hank Aaron. Like Hank Aaron, what never hit yeah. more than like forty five home runs. That's a perfect. That's a perfect analogy. But like, yeah, Frank Gore never rushed for less than nine hundred or more than eleven hundred. Yeah, like he's exactly. just in that exact range every year. And just run, you know, whatever. Three point six yards per carry, yeah. seven touchdowns a year. And Fumbles be, once every four years. Yeah, he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame, and you'd be like, for what? Like, yeah. just why? Because you played so long, and you look at his stats, like how is he right behind Emmett Smith? Like he he was playing on. The 49ers team that were bad for so long that you forget that he was just like always so good, even though he really like again, like you said, he, didn't he must have went to a Super Bowl the, with them. I think he, yeah, he must have went to the one with Kaepernick, right? Yeah, because he's definitely not last year because he's been on like 17 teams. No, in the last not last three year. Years. Yeah, he's I think maybe he like signed with the Eagles or somebody signed with the Eagles and then they oh, no, it was Frank Gore and then they were like, we signed Ryan Matthews too, and they were like. And Frank Gore was like, "All right, I'm not on that team anymore." Like they just didn't sign him. All of a sudden, they they announced I they signed Ryan Frank. Matthews was supposed to be good for a minute. They 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 uh, they said that they signed Frank Gore, and then they also signed Ryan Matthews, and then they just didn't sign Frank Gore after they said that. And then I don't know how many teams has he played on since the 49ers, the Bills, the Jets, the Dolphins. Is there another one? There's got to be other ones. Fairky, I don't know. I'm thinking Houston for some reason, but maybe not. I don't know, but every year he just goes for 900. What do you think going into this week? I don't know. I'm, uh, I mean, I was going to say that after they got fucked last week, they were going to go in there and just didn't even matter who the uh, who the quarterback was. They were going to win by 30, and they were going to go against the, the Broncos' backup quarterback. The Broncos don't have many weapons, and their defense isn't all that great. Uh, I really Melvin th- Gordon, DUI today, oh, yeah, not playing. D- is he not playing? Because he he's, got he got a DUI, but I don't know if he's not. He got playing. suspended for th- like four weeks or something. You got suspended. You get suspended if you get DUI. Do you really? Apparently, well, that's fucking baloney. I've honestly kind of threw me off, and then I couldn't remember anyone else who's ever gotten a DUI in the NFL. I don't, the NFL has taxis, yeah. like literally they'll or whatever they'll call. You can call this NFL number. It's like you're in the fucking CIA. You can call this number they give you, and someone will just pick you up. It's, it has to be the cheapest. It's like easiest thing to avoid of all time. Yeah, people just you know what they just want to swag out, you know, and show off their Rolls Royce yeah. bullshit. Well, Denver's a nice city to drive around in, I'm sure. especially this time of year. Yeah, it's fall, a lot of foliage. He's out there, he's fucking partying, having a few Corvassiers. So no Melvin Gordon defense. Gordon, are you sure Gordon's out? I can't name a player on their defense. Uh, well, I know that they got that uh, good cornerback from uh, from Jacksonville. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who played opposite Ramsey? Played opposite Ramsey. He I was do good. remember that guy wasn't Bo- bad. Bouye. Bouye. Bouye, yeah. They got the kid from BC that plays safety. I feel like they have that little dude, 43, have- played safety. Uh, Simmons is the safety I'm thinking of. And then know. they also have that guy, Chubb, at defensive end. Oh, yeah. That was a high pick. Vaughn Miller's out for the year. Their best wide receiver's out for the year. They got Jerry Judy. Well, like. Don't they have the linebacker who has the same name as another guy in the league? They used to have Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall. I don't think He's they have gone him anymore. Yeah, I don't think so. And then they have just like like an old head coach that like they finally gave a chance. You know what I mean? He's like that guy that finally gets a shot because there's nobody else left. 
that Vic Fangio was like 78 years old. He's like, well, you've been a defensive coordinator since 1961, so we'll give you a shot. We'll at just head coach. roll. The- it's like, yeah, like when fucking What's-His-Face got head coaching gigs. Um, can't, the old guy, Wade Phillips. You know oh, I mean? yeah. Like, they were just like, all right, your turn to be head coach. And yeah. All right, you suck. Like, go back to being a defensive coordinator. Uh, Some guys are just born two guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you do fucking, you talk about the fucking I mean, you, dime you, defense. You don't get to do everything. You see it on the construction site. I don't want to get into it right now, but some guys <laughs> are just so born number collar. two. You're super blue collar. I don't want to bore you guys with, you know, just my lunchbox, my yeah. pail. Go to lunch work pail. every day. Sit on your lunch pail. <laughs> your new tools that everyone definitely makes fun of. I've gotten some of that. Yeah. Hey, new boots. Hey, new boots. That's all time. Uh, an all-time construction insult is having new boots. If you ever have new boots, everyone just is like, ugh, look at this rich fuck. This is, like, why is he getting paid more than me? How can he afford new boots? That's literally, <laughs> really? I, I'm like, it's the worst. I was like, I'm, obviously I do construction, but I don't, I'm not in the shit with the boys. If I ever show up with new boots, your, your nickname is new boots for the next 17 years. I've done it like three times and I literally, like, I've been around certain people. I was like, I got to put on older boots to go here because if, if I show up with these new red wings, people are going to fucking hang me by my my fucking shoelaces it really is it's like they're all like 12 year olds like they just don't change there were the kids in high school that like you you know they were in that shitty class that they had like they they didn't really have to do any work someone just watched them because they were angry except now they're also in charge of each other and they're richer than everybody that went to college oh yeah because they work fucking 40 hours a week sometimes like 50 and they get paid union wages that are higher than fucking people that work on wall street and they work half as much and have boats like they just be like i'd come over in my boat i'd be like how do you have a boat like you make fun of my boots you make fun of me for having <laughs> boots and you have a boat doesn't make any sense they're always working deals yeah. they're always working something i gave him a case of beer and he's gonna use the yeah. forklift for us yeah they're always they're trading stuff that technically yeah. they don't really own but they're like <laughs> lending it out <laughs> you can take this power drill huh. but obviously i'm gonna need to go into dating yeah, if you're your gonna sister. have to come over on friday for a few hours <laughs> to work help me fucking Pour some cement for some fucking weird yeah. thing. It's all they exactly. do. We just got to cover something up in my yeah. basement. I won't ask any questions. <laughs> anyway, I think they're going to... Uh, Cam's back. Gilmore's supposed to be back. I don't have official confirmation on that. Um, you know, I think that Edelman's going to get his swag back this week. I think they're going to run all over Denver. And I think that they're going to throw all over Denver. They're going to put up 36 points. But I think Denver's pissed off because they lost their bye week too. Uh, the Melvin Gordon thing might hurt. I haven't seen that confirmed, so I'm not going to confirm it here on this mouse. Oh, I'm play. confirming it. I'm putting you're, all my. You're confirming it on the mouse. I'm putting my rep on this one. My yes. reputation's on the line. Which is uh, that's all right. I love it. I, I love vaguely it. overheard someone mention something <laughs> about it, it and I just went with it. So uh, yeah, I'm putting my rep on the line. And right, well, whatever. I'm going to go 36 to 17 Patriots this week. To be honest, it feels like the Raiders. It's going to feel like the Raiders game to me. I think they're just going to keep. Their offense just, you know, Rolls. keeps chugging, keeps moving the ball. They're not going to score. They're going to score. And then, yeah, a couple turnovers on defense, and then at the end, they're just going to pull away. They got the – I mean, uh, this kid Locke is going to play for Denver. Judy will be there. I like Judy. I like Judy's Judy not bad. Uh, I do like their backup running back, which I feel like should always be their starting running back, Philip Lindsay. Uh, Have they there. gotten rid of John um, Lynch yet? John Lynch is the GM no, 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 of uh, – John Elway. No, I don't think they can. I think he's yeah. I think he's like a Napoleon Bonaparte situation over there. Like he's just taken. Like the owner died. He's like, it's mine now. I own this. Like I, he I could be. A, I don't know if he had kids. The owner. I think he did. 
but like they're not into the football game, so Elway just runs the whole show. So he's just like the president of yeah. operations, but he's like he, he literally it's his is, team. Yeah, it's basically his team, and he's smart, but he's like he has he those goes, car dealerships. He does. He does own quite a bit of car. He's like the guy from Little Giants. Yeah, so he's, he's like a, just a legend, but he just owns a car dealership. Yeah. And uh, I know that like his literally only claim to fame is that he got Peyton Manning. If you think about it, like if yeah. there was no other thing for him, if he didn't get Peyton Manning, he would have nothing. Yeah, because did he assemble? Was he the guy that like brought that defense in, or was that defense there? That defense no, was most of it was there, but then he incredible. But think about it, he got Peyton Manning. They weren't very good the first year, and then he just signs high priced free agents. You know what I mean? He signed, and they've been I don't know, did real he, down. I think he might have drafted Von Miller. He went like over nine Which on quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. Since he's been there, he's never hit on a quarterback except for. I mean, this kid Locke looks okay, and then but he's drafted high players at quarterback. Like Osweiler was high. That kid Paxton Lynch was high. Uh, there was like three guys in that around Pasek Lynch that were he Simeon. Drafted. Yeah, he drafted, he drafted three quarterbacks in one draft one year. Did he? He fucking. I don't know. He stinks. I know he drafted. Uh, he might have drafted Von Miller. I mean, that's an obviously awesome pick. He drafted him third overall, and I remember everyone was like. Von Miller at number three, and he's awesome. But he get, I think he just tore his ACL again. Uh, anyway, I think the Patriots are going to... But there was talk. We should talk about, there was talk that, like, Elway is just running circles around Belichick. Remember, because he signed, like, Wes Welker, and then he signed Aqib Tlaib, like, the next year, just away from the Patriots. Does it ever end? Does it, is it ever going to end? Is he ever going to get his true... There's nobody that's ever... It's, it's very similar to, like, the LeBron thing. Where yeah. Where like they just they're just gonna move the goalposts forever. Yeah, you know, there's like, it's so obvious that like they're the best, and like if they ever went head to head in anything, they'd win. Like LeBron and Jordan probably in their prime. LeBron would probably crush him because he's fucking, he, he's like the same athleticism, but he's fucking way bigger and stronger. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they they have like the same drive, everything. They're just like the same exact player, except maybe I don't even know if Jordan's a better shooter. I don't know. I, I'm not that big into basketball, but I here know we that, go. Let's break down the Jordan. Let's break down. I mean, if we're do the let's age, get the X's and O's. Nobody's ever. Thought you know what? About I think a, we tease this for next show. We're gonna tease you, Tony's listen, Jordan no, versus LeBron conversation nobody, next nobody's week. Nobody's ever brought it up before. Like, is Jordan <laughs> yeah. or LeBron better? Nobody's so, ever brought it up before. So next Wednesday, tune in. Tony's gonna break yeah. the whole thing down for but you. They're just gonna move the goalposts. <laughs> ever like, the same thing with Brady. Over Montana. The only thing, the difference between Brady and LeBron is like Brady never bitched about well, it. Well, Brady's also like, it's over. Like It is, but... Brady it, passed them. Like, he had to literally beat people into the ground. Yeah, he had to really step like, on you to make like sure you knew. he literally had to win 50% more Super Bowls than Joe Montana before people were like, all right. And still people don't believe it. And Peyton Manning, he really... It took him like the two more to get over Peyton. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Well, next week here it is Brady versus. Uh, we'll, we'll do a whole. Brady, we'll do a Brady, Brady versus, versus LeBron, Jordan, and then we'll do a Jordan versus Brady and a Peyton versus LeBron. We're gonna do a whole thing. This is all we're doing is we're comparing all the greats cross <laughs> cross sectional sports. Yes, we're gonna compare and contrast how good they are and what they would do in their other sports. If you have any comparisons, shoot us emails <laughs> to Malcolm Go. I would like to know if Bobby Orr or George Foreman would win in a NASCAR race. Until <laughs> um, then. Uh, Listen, I blew up on Twitter yesterday. Fucking the pod went through the roof off my fucking Mike Cleese, who was ever the Denver Broncos tweet, was an, all, an old takes exposed. Check it out at Brady Disciple. 
I had a tweet I thought I was going to go viral Ooh, for. I love a viral tweet. I uh, My tweet was, uh, I don't understand why dumb people consider a, a point of pride that they almost died at work. Got nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm so bad at Twitter. Boring. I have Be nine more followers. Funny. Be more funny. You dick. Hello, exactly. Uh, so anyway, um, listen, follow us on Twitter at break disciple and get more gems like that. As maybe it's Tyler. <laughs> oh, I'm going by. I'm going to, as soon as I fucking, as soon as I go past this, but I'm going to leave this podcast right in the dust. I'm going to be famous on my viral no tweets. I've got no doubt. Um, <laughs> I'm pretend I never existed. Oh. And listen, follow us on Twitter. Email us at, uh, Malcolm go podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe rate. We're on Spotify, iTunes. I mean, if you're listening to this, you know where to get it. But tell your friends. Rate it. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. I need ratings. I need you to promote it on Twitter. Let's take this thing to the moon. Uh, go Patriots. Okay, bucket. What's next? Do your job. All right? Don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. 47, 8 months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about order. It's about respect. We win this game. You're honored. Your team's your honor. Your family's your honor. We have three. Stack receivers. Two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands. He has Wilson. Quick throw. And it's intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.